Hello and welcome to Babelfish, the podcast where humanists, freethinkers and atheists share their life stories. The podcast where non-believers from all over the world share the challenges and the risks they face. You can support Babelfish by becoming a patron. Do it on patreon.com or the Danish equivalent tenor.dk. You'll find the links in the episode description. I hope you will enjoy today's episode. Due to security issues, it's not always possible to visit a country. That's why today's episode is recorded through Skype. Sometimes the connection breaks up. Sorry for the inconvenience. And uh, welcome to Babelfitch, the podcast. And I'm talking to a non-believer humanist in Iran. We won't mention any names or places. Uh, but maybe you can tell me a bit about yourself and your background. Mm, yes, thank you. Hello, everybody that is listening. Uh, and uh, okay, I'm from Iran. That's uh, the thing I can tell you. Uh, I'm educated in mechanical engineering and cognitive science and uh, uh, a little bit more about my childhood uh, i raised in a middle class family in iran and uh, okay here in iran uh, just for knowing your audience we have a religious government And uh, I think uh, it, that's important to know that uh, we live in a country with a totalitarian and religious government. Uh, and I will mention another condition after your questions. Okay. So and how? So you were brought up in a middle class family. Is your family religious? Um, no, people in Iran, uh, especially in middle class uh, families, um, are believers, but they are not uh, very religious, uh, strictly religious like uh, Arab countries or uh, I think like most of Muslims, uh, they are just believers. But uh, um, they are not very uh, strictly doing uh, religious rules like praying or reading namaz, we say in Islam. Mm -hmm. uh, my parents didn't do that. Uh, and uh, it's not like Arab or Sunni countries that uh, they have very uh, it's a very cultural um, uh, uh, it's a very cultural habit that they should do every uh, pray every day um, my parents weren't very strict about religious but they were like most of people in iran believers yes okay yeah And and how did you then become a humanist? Uh, that's a well, okay, long story. Uh, <laughs> I should say from uh, my childhood, uh, as I 
told you we have a religious uh, government, very totalitarian religious and uh, strict uh, government in Iran after Islamic Revolution in 1972. And uh, yeah, from childhood, uh, we are facing uh, religious teaching in, uh, uh, in schools. Uh, and all the fields in schools are uh, kind of related to religious, for example, or natural science is related to religious because uh, we don't uh, have any uh, kind of uh, evolutionary uh, lessons. It's not permitted in schools because they say uh, it's against um, uh, you know, it's against religion, like uh, Christianity 200 years ago, mm. that didn't accept evolution theory, and uh, everything from uh, religious teaching to uh, strict hijab rules for girls are very uh, permanent and very, I can say, um, uh, I can say they force you to uh, obey the rules, religious rules in schools, and uh, they uh, teach you very ideologically. Everything is uh, is in a kind of uh, related to ideal Islamic ideologic, Islamic Shia ideologic in Iran from politics to economic to anything you can think about that. And uh, of course, in the schools, uh, they force you to uh, pass about Islamic religion. And uh, they, they kind of have a program to brainwash children. It's, uh, it's Mm, sure, it's for sure a very more hard, uh, very harder for girls, I think, in Iran because they have a rules about uh, their clothes, they should wear hijab in schools, they cannot uh, have any um, cosmetics, put on any cosmetics. And uh, okay. And, and that's uh, how we grew up as a child in Iran. We think very uh, ideologically Islamist and uh, but uh, any person in Iran, uh, a kind of a time uh, should face their, uh, you know, dialect, dialects that uh, see in environment. That's for me. Uh, it began when I thought, okay, if we are right, if uh, Islam is right, if everything the I, our ideology says is right, uh, why, why are not very uh, a developed country? Uh, why uh, other religious people are developed country from others? And you know, any like any totalitarian country. Uh, they divide humankind to us, we, mm. and them, they. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, and uh, we think that, okay, why 
they are developed, but we are not. We have the best rules in the world. We have uh, access to all the truths. So why we are not developed? We are not uh, living well. And um, it was the starting point for me to think about uh, religious rules. And uh, after that, um, you know, growing up, while I was growing up, I uh, referred to a little bit uh, Western philosophical books. Uh, and one of them was a very short, brief introduction to humanism. Uh, it was wrote that uh, the value of life is greater than anything else. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, when you live in Iran, for example, uh, we have uh, about 400,000 of deaths in just in road accidents. And it's a very, very big, you know, number. Mm. Uh, about 30% uh, uh, of uh, road uh, accidents of the world occurs in Iran. Oh. So, yes, yes. So you think, okay, why uh, people's life doesn't matter to Islamist government uh, because every humankind can think that uh, life is the most valuable thing and uh, okay it's it's very reasonable that it's it is the life is the most important thing that you have in life so uh, it was a reasonable thing that uh, made me to question Islamist or religious uh, propositions or rules. And that was the start of a journey to uh, change my mind, my ideas. And uh, after, I can say, after 30 years of, uh, you know, searching and thinking, and I think uh, I should say wasting of my life to search about what is the truth, really. Uh, I become uh, a non-believer. Okay. I become a non-believer and I should, you know, make my uh, own identity uh, rebuild. And that was the time I thought about that uh, sentence that uh, I learned about humanism, that the most important thing in the world is life. That's uh, life. Uh, and I just came back and studied about humanism more and more. And uh, now I am, I think, devoted to that method of thinking. Okay, how yes. how um, you said you read books? Is it easy to have access to books with ideas about humanism and philosophy in Iran? I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know how easy it is to get access to. Um, um, 
philosophy yeah, and okay. other thoughts. I, yes, I can understand. Uh, actually, yes, uh, it's very easy. It's very easy uh, to... Uh, it's one of uh, strange things you can find in ideological countries. Uh, in uh, most of ideological countries, you can uh, see uh, dialectics very often. Uh, and it's uh, one of our dialectics because uh, you can um, easily access to evolutionary books about uh, evolutionary about books on topic of uh, even 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 uh, uh, indirect uh, subjects of uh, atheism uh, like. <laughs> uh, and actually, recently they permitted to a book of New Harari, if if you know about mm. him, and yes, it's a it's a very famous atheist in Iran and yeah. in the world, and uh, the, the, his books uh, came out, and after two years they found out, okay, oh, it's about evolution and atheism. And they uh, forbid that. But okay. about uh, Western philosophy, yes, that's very easy to access. But, you know, econ economical uh, situation make it a little bit difficult for people to have time and to read books, actually. And um, our historical context uh, it's very verbal context, cultural verbal context, mm. and people usually don't read books, and that's I think why government uh, behave a little bit open to um, books, printing okay. books about Western philosophy, and uh, I, I I I think I should say uh, every book in Iran uh, has. Two thousands uh, uh, has a two thousands uh, printed uh, issue. I think maximum at at maximum point. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because I think I think most me and most others would think that a lot of books would be banned. But since it's not the case, then you some of you have access to a lot of input yes yes because people don't refer to books uh, they uh, they behave openly to printing uh, a little bit critical books uh, because they think people don't refer to that okay so <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, but what are the challenges for humanists and non-believers in iran can you be open about it Mm, for sure, no. Uh, okay. At uh, at uh, at no condition you can refer to uh, what you think. Uh, I should uh, say, for example, if you want to be permitted to work in uh, Iran uh, in governmental states uh, organization, you have uh, kind of. Uh, uh, kind of interviews, but I can't say that's uh, occupational interviews, it's a religious interviews, 
to see and evaluate your beliefs about Islam, how Islamist you are. If you are a good Islamist, they allow you to have works and people should pretend that, should pretend uh, like uh, communism countries, like any countries that you have an ideological government, uh, people should pretend they believe in Shia Islam and uh, uh, for example we have uh, Islamists from other branch of Islam other than Shia uh, in jail in Iran it's not okay. a matter of just Islam it's the matter of being Shia and a good Shia um, so one of the challenges in Iran to be a non-believer is uh, social life. You should uh, find people like you to have a social uh, a social relationship, mm -hmm. and because you you can't say about that in public places, uh, it's a very hard uh, matter. It's a very hard challenge for you to have a social relationship in the world, in your environment. So people in Iran usually use uh, internet for saying their ideas about political issues, about economical issues, about the problems they see in government. Uh, and. Uh, that's a taboo, I think, in Iran, that you uh, say something uh, anti-Islam. I, mm -hmm. I think people in Iran don't really uh, act like the rules of Islam, but uh, most of them think, okay, that's right. And if uh, we are have any problem, if we have any problem, it's because we don't uh, act like real Islam. And many people that come, go to Western countries, when they come back, say, uh, I, we heard that again and again, that they say mm, the real Muslims are they. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's a very strange thing that I'll be heard here many and many times. So uh, I think uh, another challenge for you, uh, beside the social life, is uh, to make an identity because a main part of human identity is social. Uh, so actually, they can't. You can't uh, do to the alternative things or alter alternative thoughts of uh, human uh, method of thinking, uh, except religious, because you may miss your families. You may miss your hmm. um, yes work. Your economic condition may be very in a hard situation. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. So you so you basically hard. have to pretend in public. Yeah, and yeah. then you can be yourself at home. 
at home yes yes yeah. uh, me me and my wife uh, okay we are non believers but uh, out of home <laughs> or in family environment it's uh, a hard problem to say there is no god or i think something easy like that for example i think there is no god or mm. i think islam is not right people no. usually look uh, differently to you mm-hmm. so mm, you cannot deny their ideas you should be silent at maximum okay. <laughs> yeah yes yes So how do you, because you said you use the internet to discuss, how, because I mm. guess it could be, if you want to find other that are non-believers to, to create some sort of community, then it can, can't it be difficult to trust other people that they also mm. mean it, uh, so you can be open? Uh, in... Uh, on the internet, you know, you should uh, take some risks that okay. uh, if you want, say, your ideas in Iran. Uh, yes, we use uh, VPNs, uh, proxies to use uh, Twitter, Facebook, I don't know, every internet, uh, social networks. Uh, but if you take the risk, uh, you, you can see many people in Iran are... Uh, actually non-believers, but okay, okay, they are fake. They don't uh, say their un- identity to you. Or even they are uh, very crowd communities on the internet, that they uh, cr- community of non-believers. And, uh, but uh, most of them are out of Iran, are in foreign countries, and the uh, founders of them are actually live uh, in foreign countries and I think that's uh, one of main cause that uh, uh, atheism or humanism doesn't affect the people in Iran directly mm. uh, because um, yeah, consumers of internet are actually uh, young people not uh, middle-aged people and um, people who actually have uh, actually have authority in Iran are in middle-aged uh, period of their life uh, they uh, they hard they hardly even accept uh, youngsters ideas about economy even um, so uh, you know it's a uh, It's a like virtual life. It's uh, it's easy to access, but mm. it's not very uh, effective because when you come back to your real life, you can't uh, make your identity as you want, as you no. chose. Yes. Yeah, it's so, kind of like a, it's kind of like a, you lead a double life. So. Um, yes, yes. You say something in your second life. But you should yeah. act like other people in your real life, and yeah. uh, it's a paradox that yeah, makes it, it hard for you. Yeah, it yes. must be hard to live like that. 
um, but do you think it will change over time um, when the young generation grows up or mm. what do you think will happen in Iran? Actually, your questions, you know, uh, <laughs> is placed in a bigger questions that yeah. uh, what uh, what will be Iran's like in future, and it's mm. very uh, hard to and it's very hard to answer. But I think uh, our uh, now uh, current situation in Iran. And current government in Iran is very unstable, uh, and uh, it has to be changed. But uh, the alternative uh, thoughts or uh, schools of thought um, are uh, the different, very different spectrums of thoughts. For example, uh, in different branch of religion of Islam are uh, fighting for take the government, take the authority. Uh, they have their own, uh, you know, people that believers. And um, I think uh, it's very hard to say. Okay. Uh, I can say if... Uh, uh, our government in future, be a democratic government, uh, Iranian cultures is very, uh, very consistent to humanism, consistent okay. to humankind, uh, uh, liking, you know, humanism behavior. But I can say uh, we will have a democratic country. I'm not that kind of optimist to say no. a dictator okay. uh, will go and uh, our government uh, definitely would be a democratic country. But if our government uh, will be a country, uh, if we were, will be a democratic country, uh, I am sure humanism is one of the main alternative methods of thinking in Iran. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. And you said um, that that even other Muslim groups were in jail in Iran, which I can almost guess is that also maybe that it's a risk to be a non-believer and you face going to jail as well. Or how is the conditions for if you are openly non-believer? Do you risk yes, a jail have, time? Yes, uh, we have uh, atheists that are in jail because of uh, unknown and uh, secret activities of uh, uh, blogging in Iran. And uh, the sentence is death. It's not okay. only jail. Uh, if you say you don't believe in God, this the real sentence would be death for you, uh, or mm, you know, a long time jail. But uh, mm, I think people, the young people in Iran, uh, because the government's behavior 
uh, are are not very religious, but uh, I'm thinking that um, you know they don't believe in anything. They just they don't just believe in uh, religion. They don't believe in uh, anything. They they can't they can't find alternative thinking, and because media and uh, you know uh, media and uh, yeah, television, radio, or uh, very popular media uh, are not uh, permitted to say about alternative uh, thinking uh, or thoughts. So people, young people in Iran, uh, they they kind of hate religious thought, but uh, they they behave uh, they behave like you know out of any framework, out of any frame. They, they, are, they are growing up, I think, uh, just uh, just as people don't believe anything, any reality, any truth. They, uh, I think the people in Iran, uh, because uh, our government, uh, you know, it, it's a uh, corrupted government and uh, people ethically uh, little by little are corrupted too and because they are uh, they they have to pretend they uh, you know ideas uh, they behavior so uh, you can find easily people that lie together it's it's a kind of it's from a, our everyday life in mm-hmm. Iran even in uh, you know usual daily talk uh, lies and pretending are uh, a kind of a very uh, uh, very behavior every behavior that you can see in everyday life so okay. uh, i think the important point uh, in iran is that uh, you could uh, advertise or publish the alternative um, thoughts and alternative ethics and humanistic ethics uh, for uh, young young people. Uh, okay. I think it's very important because uh, they don't have anything to uh, you know to uh, to uh, get in hand and make the their un- identity with them they they don't like religious ideas but they don't see any uh, alternative uh, ideas in the environment too so they just uh, get a habit of don't accepting don't believing and it's different with uh, believing in humanism or atheism uh, it's not uh, uh, having a way to find the truth. It's just uh, like that you believe you can't find any truth or real talks or real things. It's just pretending everybody lies, everybody uh, can be corrupted and they step by step use the face in humanity too. Mm. Yes. Okay.
unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, because it must be yes. difficult to trust people. Yes, uh, in, uh, even in business relationship uh, in Iran, uh, I, th- I, I told you that lies is uh, a, a real part of everything mm. in Iran. Um, it's a good country for you if you could come to Iran. You know, we are very uh, good to uh, foreigners. We have a uh, a very uh, very likely to our guests you can't understand uh, everyday life of Iranians in short time no uh, they don't be, be, oh yes because they they, uh, they they know how to pretend them to you and they actually the people in Iran love to have relationship with with uh, you know foreigners with other countries and they are not uh, people to like to have a fight with others. Most of them, are, I think 80% them are like that. 80% them just believe in God, but actually don't behave like uh, religious people. Originally, I planned to visit Iran because it's the travel guide and say that it's okay. But you uh, convinced me not to go because I do what I do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. And and everybody else say, but it's nice to go to Iran, and everybody is so friendly uh, when you come yes, as a tourist. I think uh, uh, it's a very good country to visit, to travel, to uh, you know, uh, being happy as a tourist. Uh, but. Uh, if you want to search about ideas, about how people uh, think in Iran, it would be very difficult yeah. then for you. Uh, we have uh, political prisoners just for, uh, for uh, talk about people, uh, for Globe Institute mm. in Iran 10 years ago. I'm talking about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, that it was a, a reformist period in Iran that unfortunately uh, didn't succeed. Uh, about uh, if you know Mohammad Khatami, that was our president uh, in 20 years ago. Uh, he was a reformist. Uh, he wanted to be made Iran a more democratic country, but it failed against the military uh, jihadists, as uh, you know them, IRGC. And uh, uh, okay, it's a very good country that uh, if you want to come as a tourist, uh, I I said you, because uh, people love to have a relationship uh, with foreigners. Uh, because uh, they suffer from, uh, uh, you know, totalitarian governments and uh, uh, and uh, the, uh, finding people that uh, who can't they trust, but they can trust foreigners. They know yeah, foreigners uh, uh, are safe to speak, are safe to um, say truth. Uh, yes, you okay. can. Uh, Yes, you can confide them, but um, 
we had some prisoners, foreign prisoners, for example, some uh, journalists jour uh, and some other uh, uh, foreigners that have uh, their second, for example, nationality was from England or other countries. They, uh, you know, uh, our government behave uh, with them like hostages for taking, uh, you know, points in political talks. So, yeah, that would be very uh, harsh for uh, the people want uh, to have an activity in political, cultural or uh, this kind of activities. Um, but uh, I'm sure it, um, our culture is very open to foreigners if we have a democratic government. Mm. Mm, but uh, in Iran, uh, among Iranians, uh, no, you can't, we can't trust each other in everyday life because pretending um, little by little became a kind of uh, essential part of uh, surviving in Iran's environment, yeah. unfortunately, yes. Okay. Do we have friends that you see in, in real life who are also non-believers, or is it you and your wife, and then there's the online community? Um, I can say um, mostly yes, because... Mm. Uh, my friend uh, who can uh, now I can name them as non-believers non-believers are uh, actually outside the Iran uh, you know okay when you yeah yes when you are mm -hmm. a non-believer you prefer to go outside the Iran we were students like 10 years ago and uh, now they are uh, studying abroad or are uh, professors in universities um, they just come to Iran as a short period of time and as visitors to their family uh, but after that in work environment in social activity uh, uh, when you are you know at age of 30 uh, and you just make family you just uh, after marriage that's become hard because uh, your friends or your co-workers, your partners in business relationships, and uh, we don't easily trust each other in uh, ideological issues. Okay, so you so you yeah. would also like to leave Iran, or mm, yeah. Okay. You know, it's a it's a difficult uh, uh, it's a difficult uh, uh, decision for everybody to leave their yeah. country, and um, I'm uh, sorry to say, uh, yes, for many years, um, from maybe seven or eight years ago, uh, 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 after marriage, I and my wife and I decided to go abroad to go to foreign countries and but it was hard for us um, to leave our families uh, but you should choose between two uh, 
two difficult decisions. One mm-hmm. is living in Iran, secretly pretending you, hiding your identity, and uh, but being with your family. And the second one is, uh, okay, continue your, fam- uh, your life um, more easily, but, uh, but um, far from your family. Yeah, both that's a really that's are, a really hard decision to make. Yes, both of yeah. them are hard, and my most problem with that um, uh, to, to go to foreign countries to immigrate is that uh, I know uh, my effect on my uh, families and my friends or people of my country would diminish very severely if you want to be active just on internet or social medias. Uh, it, it, uh, it hasn't the effect uh, uh, that uh, face-to-face talks has. Mm. Mm, you know, people should see that uh, you can live as a non-believer or humanist. Uh, yeah. People should see that mm, you you can solve your dialectics with in real life. So uh, I can say I'm now very easy uh, to live as a humanist in Iran, but uh, now economical condition uh, force you to go to abroad or. Uh, the concerns about the future of your children, for example, for me, that's uh, a very concern, very difficult. Uh, if I would see my child in religious schools, yeah, I, I don't want uh, the life of my child be wasted like me, you know. Okay. Uh, but, but we don't have any other option in Iran. So uh, economically and. Uh, you know, uh, uh, as a matter of uh, consider the future of life, uh, you should leave uh, your country to uh, make a better future, for example, for your children. And you should, uh, you know, forget about your country or your countrymates or your friends or your family or affecting the change that is uh, currently occur in Iran. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Did, do you have anything else you want to tell me about life in Iran? Mm, about life in uh, Iran, I think mm, one of the things that I wrote to talk about that was from your question, of course. Uh, I think Iran has a great uh, potential to accept alternative uh, thinking, way of thinking, especially humanism. I, uh, I said uh, our culture is very, very, uh, you know, kind of culture and uh, are very human uh, loving. But uh, I think uh, mm, the potential should be used uh, 
uh, and uh, should uh, be believed that the change to humanism thinking uh, could happen in Iran. Uh, I, I, I don't see any uh, that kind of thinking in our politicians or in oppositions in Iran, but in young people, uh, yes, I can see that change is happening. And the other thing that uh, I, I, I think I should say that is uh, in relationship of foreign countries with Iran, I, I think um, I said you once, I like Denmark. <laughs> well, yes, I said because I like Denmark because um, uh, one of your officers when came to Iran, uh, she didn't accept to change the background of his computer that was a caricature of Muhammad and uh, she turned back from uh, airport in Iran. Uh, I think uh, foreign countries in relationship with Middle East countries consider economic uh, situation most than human rights or uh, the uh, democracy they actually say. And I think uh, it could be one of uh, good things that happen in the world for humanism that uh, countries, especially democratic countries, consider uh, human rights first in mm. relationship with other countries, especially the countries in Middle East, because they have oil, they are rich, but they are dictators that can use oil money to continue dictatorship and uh, hint stop the change that can happen in world. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Mm. Yes, that's it. Yeah. That's our cool. I like to share. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you, you very, very much. much. Thank, thank you, you so very much, much for uh, giving me the chance to speak with you and your audience and other people in the world. That was uh, fascinating to see people like you that um, think about humanism in the world and in other countries uh, except than uh, their countries or democratic countries. Thank you very much and I hope that uh, you will make the right decision for yourself and uh, your wife and your family and I hope everything works out in the future. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Remember you can support Babelfish by becoming a patron. You can also follow Babelfish on Facebook and on Instagram. You'll find the links in the episode description. Until next time, be a happy human.